Hello and welcome to another episode of the Collapse Experiment. Today I am talking about uh, <clears throat> J6, if you know what I mean. Because I don't know what the rules are here anymore. Although I didn't, I didn't get a strike for talking about this topic, but I could just see that being next for shits and giggles. I don't know. I don't know how anything works anymore. But uh, I do have quite a few recent articles about J6 and what is happening and the revelations of uh, what actually happened that day. Because it's not like anybody didn't watch it live while it was happening to see that what they've been pandering for quite a while now isn't necessarily the truth, if you will. Yeah, so the first article I want to start with is uh, Julie Kelly informants everywhere. Everywhere. They're, they're just everywhere all at, at one time. So, yeah, uh, this is through uh, Via American Greatness. You can find all these articles at thecollapseexperiment.com. After nine weeks of testimony from multiple government witnesses, including FBI agents, the Justice Department finally concluded its case in chief in Proud Boys Sedition Conspiracy Trial on Monday. Five Proud Boys, including the group's leader, Enrique Tarrio, are accused of conspiring to oppose the lawful transfer of presidential power by force. On J6, 2021, it is Attorney General Merrick Garland, most consequential case related to J6. Convictions will help build a similar case against Donald Trump. What? largely based on his infamous stand back and stand by remark to the Proud Boys during an October 2020 presidential debate. Does does that sound far-fetched to anyone, really? Uh, Stand back and stand by? When did he give the go order? I don't know. Uh, That's kind of weird. Most of the evidence is nothing more than an inflammatory braggadocious chatter in group text. Tario wasn't even present at the Capitol on J6. Another defendant, Ethan Nording, can be seen on surveillance video walking through an open door as Capitol Police stood nearby. Yeah, it, it sounds like they really didn't want people in there. Similar to other so-called militia groups tied to J6, no one is no one brought weapons to the Capitol that day. No one was charged with assaulting police officers or lawmakers. Worst insurrection ever. A key piece of evidence that prosecutors claim was a roadmap for the <clears throat> attack on the Capitol wasn't produced by any Proud Boy, but a former intelligence asset who himself sent the plan to Tario through a third party. Yeah, I've, I've covered this before, but I have a feeling that they're just trying to uh, point out the fact that uh, it's not the actual people on trial who are doing the things that they're being accused of. So I find all of this quite fascinating. Yeah, Uh, let's see here. The document represented just one more instance of how a government agent helped shape the government's narrative that the Proud Boys plotted in advance to carry out an insurrection Uh, on J6. In fact, much like the FBI-engineered plan to kidnap 
Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer in 2020. <laughs> Court proceedings confirmed the FBI assets might outnumber criminal defendants. Huh. It's almost like the FBI is plotting against the government. Weird. Uh, I, I don't know. It seems like they enjoyed doing these things and then getting the finger pointed at somebody else so they can continue to do these things. I'm just seeing a, a long history of uh, <clears throat> the FBI plotting and doing and putting together events and then just giving the credit to somebody else. Weird. But prosecutors and Judge Timothy Kelly have tried their best to prevent the public from learning the full scope of the FBI's involvement. The docket is littered with sealed hearings and filings. Prosecutors presented to the defense team heavily redacted reports related to FBI informants just before the trial began. No, 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 no. Uh, you have the right to confront anybody who lays accusations against you in a court of law. This is them hiding the people who are making the accusations against you that you committed a crime. So how do you defend yourself? And do you have to defend yourself? No, the state has to make its case. This is piss poor case making right here. Uh, yeah, we have stuff. We're going to redact it so you, you can't see it. And then you can't argue against our, our shitty case? Hmm. Yeah, that's not a situation I'd ever want to be in. Everything is, uh, has been done undercover. When one defense attorney recently complained in court, a consortium of major news corporations also knocked Kelly this week for holding sealed hearings and excluding press and public from attending proceedings in this high-profile case. Why would they want to do that? Kelly also took the highly unusual and pre prejudicial step of requiring the defense to pre-clear questions with prosecutors. No, 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 no. And I bet this goes back to uh, <clears throat> those those suddenly found uh, messages about, I don't know, destroying 336 pieces of evidence against them. Yeah, oopsie. Uh, it gets worse from there. A bombshell motion filed by the defense shortly after the disclosure revealed the informant cozied up two defendants and their attorneys for more than 20 months from April 2021 until January of 2023 when the trial began. An informant was working in the defense. Interesting. <clears throat> During this period of time, the CHS, Confidential Human Source, gotta love these terms, has been in contact via telephone, text messaging, and other electronic means with one or more of the counsel for the defense and at least one defendant, wrote Carmen Hernandez, the public defender representing Zachary Rowell. During this period of time, the CHS also participated in prayer meetings with members of one or more of the defense families. The CHS also engaged in discussions with one of the defendant's family members about replacing one of the defense counsel. We don't like that guy. He's good at his job. <laughs> uh, 
further, U.S. Attorney uh, Matthew Graves' office argued the fact that defense counsel chose to communicate with the CHS about matters related to this prosecution is a decision made by them. Perhaps if they didn't get highly redacted material that hid who the confidential human sources were, they would have chosen not to engage with him. And they have to assume this source is still working for you. As the trial drags on, Kelly has his hands full running interference for the Justice Department. Kelly is a former assistant U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia, the same office handling every J6 prosecution. They should just switch that to persecution at this point. The judge abruptly suspended the trial a few weeks ago amid the discovery of thousands of hidden messages exchanged between FBI agents that discussed doctoring a report about an informant. Gee, I wonder which informant that is. Destroying evidence and FBI surveillance of communications between Rawl and his former attorney. Hmm... Yeah, Kelly this week similarly squashed a defense subpoena to compel testimony from another proud boy who also turned out to be, take a guess, just take a guess, an FBI informant. Huh, proud boy member Kenneth Lizardo. Kelly admitted in his order closely interacted with the group. Yeah, so this is just one uh, article I found recently on this topic. Now, we also have Ray Epps, hires lawyer with ties to FBI. Gee, I wonder how he would have known about that. Uh, linked Perkins Coy threatens Tucker Carlson. Yeah, okay. So this is from Headline USA. Ray Epps, new attorney who is demanding on behalf of his client to publicly apologize. A public apology from Tucker Carlson under the threat of a defamation lawsuit. What what defamation is that? Because uh, they were in a public place. He's on video. He has not been prosecuted for doing the illegal things that hundreds of other people have been prosecuted for. And uh, nobody really wants to touch this guy for some reason. Does he have cooties? I don't know. Is the director of a radical anti-Trump organization, a close associate of Media Matters Democratic attack dog David Brock, and a former employee of Perkins Coy, a law firm, <clears throat> law, lawfare firm? I've never heard that before. The lawfare firm behind Russiagate and the Steele dossier. Huh. So they work heavily in fake stuff. Interesting. Well, I mean, that's got to be easy for somebody who's a professional liar. So, Epps attorney Michael Teeter sent a letter on Thursday to Carlson demanding that Fox News host retract what Teeter calls false and defamatory statements that Epps was a J6 government plant. Over target much. (laughs) Carlson and a Myrad, Myrad, Myrad. Media outlets have reported on Epps' suspect, uh, Epps suspect actions 
connected to the J6 uprising, his dubious testimony to the J6 Inquisition, and his connections to federal agents. Teeter, Epps' new lawyer, is a former employee of Perkins Coy, the firm notorious for grunt work and disinformation campaigns it ran for Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. Why does Hillary always have to come up in this stuff? Next thing you know, there's going to be footage of like Hillary wearing like a mustache or something like she did going in the <clears throat> Epstein cell uh, out there like shoving people into the Capitol so she could arrest them later. The Democrat connected law firm helped hatch the Steele dossier and actively collaborated with the FBI to push the bogus Russia collusion narrative. Wow, these are some good guys here. In the run-up to the 2016 tilt, Perkins Coy had fur, uh, furnished the FBI with office space. Yeah, okay. I wonder if that's how they met Mr. Epps. We have learned that since March 2012, the FBI approved and facilitated a secure work environment at Perkins Coy Washington, D.C. office, which continues to be operational. So Ray Epps who's probably, most likely, almost definitely an FBI informant, hires a law office that rents out office space to the FBI. Okay, let's uh, check that one off on the conspiracy theory uh, bingo card. And now, one of Perkins Coy's alumni is helping Ray Epps shut down Tucker Carlson. Good freaking luck with that. After leaving Perkins Coy, Ray Epps' new attorney hooked up hooked up with Media Matters. Nope, go back. Okay, founder and TDS fabulist uh, David Brooke, while not threatening Tucker Carlson with lawsuits on behalf of suspected J6 Fed plant Ray Epps, Teeter manages the 65 Project where Brock is a senior advisor. I have never heard of this before. Let's look into uh, the 65 Project was launched to punish lawyers who supported President Trump and to dissuade future attempts to overturn elections on legitimate, illegitimate? I'm going to say legitimate grounds. Because uh, if they didn't have an argument or a case, they wouldn't be a threat to anybody. So I'm guessing uh, future attempts to overturn elections on legitimate grounds? Yeah. Because uh, no lawyer is going to really take a case uh, if there isn't something there that they think that they can win on. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to that again. Because I want to read over that one more time. Teeter manage, manages the 65 Project where Brooke is a senior advisor. And it was launched to punish lawyers who supported President Trump to dissuade future attempts to overturn elections on legitimate grounds. Wow, so lawyers are fighting lawyers to make sure lawyers don't do lawyer things. Interesting. I mean, we if there's going to be a backstabber, come on, it's going to be a lawyer. So yeah, Ray Epps is hiring a lawyer. Yay, good for him. <clears throat> and then we go on to... Let's see here. What else do we have going on? Go, go, go. Help them up. Push them up. New leaked J6 footage shows DC Metro Cop encouraging people to go towards the Capitol. And this was from yesterday. 
Let's see what this one has to say. And this is from uh, Via Information Libertarian. Uh, newly leaked footage from the J- J6 shows undercover D.C. Metropolitan Police officers pushing protesters to move towards the U.S. Capitol and helping them climb the scaffolding outside the Capitol building. It's almost like they wanted them to go in. Weird. Yeah, the video was leaked Saturday on Rumble by an anonymous account named Overwatch J6. Okay, so thank God it's on Rumble because I know somebody else who'd probably remove that if somebody, some alphabet agency asked them to. Yeah, from the Epoch Times, prosecutor admits D.C. police officers acted as provocateurs at U.S. Capitol on J6. Uh, I believe this might actually be the next article, so I'm going to go there. This one has a link to the video itself showing this event, so you can check that out at thecollapseexperiment.com. And um, let's see here. Zelensky, yada, yada. Prosecutor admits DC police officers acted as provocateurs. I'm hoping this is not the same article. Okay, good. So yeah, this is uh, Epoch Times. Federal prosecutor admitted in court papers that three D.C. Metropolitan Police Department undercover officers acted as provocateurs on the northwest steps of the U.S. Capitol on J6. The admission came on March 24th filing before the U.S. District Judge Rudolph Contrarias. Uh, that seeks to keep the video footage shot by officers under court seal. I am, whoever leaked this on Rumble, you are my bleeping hero. Prosecutors accused the case defendant, William Pope of Topeka, Topeka, Kansas, of an illegitimate attempt to unmask the video as part of his alleged strategy to try the case in a news media Pope filed a motion to remove the court seal on February 21st. The defendant is not entitled to undesignate these videos to share them with unlimited third parties, said Assistant U.S. Attorney Kelly Moran. Why? Why, moron? Why? Because it seems like there's stuff here that the public, oh, and perhaps a jury should see? But for some reason, uh, you're just not doing the right thing. Let's put it that way. His desire to try this case in the media rather than in the court of law is illegitimate. Kind of like your your life career path. <clears throat> and the government has met its burden to show the necess- necessity of the protective order. No, not really. No, you haven't. Because this should not only just be allowed to the public, but it should be allowed in the court because that's how the court system is supposed to work. Like the defense gets the same information you're using to prosecute or or hide information. I don't know. We got to protect these undercover cops. Ah. Uh, videos long hidden under the court seal have become a major topic, especially with prosecutors disclosing in a number of high-profile J6 cases the involvement of multiple FBI informants. This is why the National Guard wasn't brought out, because there's the possibility the National Guard would probably arrest or detain people who were 
on the job. Pope is seeking to lift the court seal on the undercover video as part of his dive to obtain full access to video evidence held by the government. If they're not going to release it, they should just release the people on trial. It's not hard. Pope was representing himself in the criminal case being prosecuted against him. At a hearing on March 3rd, Judge Contreras seemed sympathetic to Pope's motion to unmask the videos. You think? The officer clearly incited that area, and we still don't have video from all other undercover MPD, Pope told the Epoch Times. And as the numerous informants of the Proud Boys trial demonstrates, we are only just beginning to scratch the surface of FBI involvement. <clears throat> Do you remember when the FBI was like, it, it was cool because you had the X-Files, but then when you learn like what the FBI actually does, it's just kind of like, eh. The undercover video, a portion of which posted on Rumble on March 24th, shows three members of the MPD's electronic surveillance unit approach the Capitol's northwest steps. One of them, one of the men, while surveying the crowd, stated, somebody's going to get shot. Huh. That's, that's not weird or anything, considering what happened. Officer 2 replied, they're not going to shoot anybody. Along the edge of the Capitol property, Officer 2 encouraged one pro protester to go up to the building. Go join them, then, he said. The man replied, no, I've got my bike to guard. <laughs> Smart man. He knew that bike was going to disappear. Uh, the men engaged a banter on the <clears throat> walk across the West Capitol lawn. Never seen anything like this. This is amazing, Officer 2 said. Officer 1, who is shooting the GoPro video <laughs> replied, yeah, I've never seen anything like this. Nearly 30 members of the electronic surveillance unit were assigned to duty on J6. So this is two of 30 people who we know of. Uh, members wore special bands on their left wrist to identify themselves as, as part of the electronic surveillance unit, according to the MPD's 96-page J6 action plan. Huh, it's like they were going to a concert or something, and they just, like, didn't want to get separated. <clears throat> Officer 1 repeatedly joined the chants of Drain the Swamp and Our House, Our House, Our House. <laughs> it's a very, very, very fine house. Uh, a little closer to the Capitol, the video captures a protester shouting, Joe Biden, we want to hear you speak, you <clears throat> bleepin', 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 bleep. Wow. Uh, yeah, there's two words in here I'm pretty sure I can't say on YouTube, but uh, they only covered the other. There's like four words here that uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I know what they are. Um, yeah. A short time later, Officer 1 joined the crowd in a USA chant, uh, repeating the phrase five times. At the foot of the northwest stairs, someone leaned part of a bike rack against the uh, balls, balustrade. As a protester climbed up the makeshift ladder, Officer 1 shouted, Come on, man! Let's go! Leave that <clears throat> bleep. Yeah, so... <laughs> These these guys were helping the the protesters um, get
get further into the capital and uh, encouraging them to do so. So yeah, that is, um, I don't know, is that serving the community? I, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, had they been chanting Black Lives Matter, they probably would have like gotten a raise or a bonus or something for doing such a thing and saying that they're helping people with their First Amendment rights, encouraging them to do the right thing. And uh, we got to make sure this kind of thing never happens again. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's not what happened here uh, at J6. So anyways, that is the... The last article I have when it comes to J6 updates. And a lot of this was uh, just going over things that we've learned about a week or two ago. Um, unfortunately, but there there is that latest news of that video being leaked to Rumble. And uh, I'm actually really interested to check that out and see what is happening over there. Um, I'm glad that was released. Because now that it's in the hands of the public, the judge can't deny it <laughs> so that's that's pretty awesome and um i hope more of that kind of thing happens so that we don't have more innocent people being locked up just because uh certain people <clears throat> in certain agencies have small pps keep on typing